It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley, this is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. We are very pleased to be joined by the second coach in San Jose Barracuda history, John McCarthy, who has officially announced the new head coach of the Barracuda this morning. John, first of all, thank you so much for the time. What do you think when you hear head coach of the San Jose Barracuda? Thank you. Yeah, I'd say excitement is the number one feeling I have. You know, I, I really feel like I can bring some value to the organization. Um, I've been a part of this organization for, I think, 13 years, um, you know, since I started playing and then moving into a assistant coaching role, followed by a development coaching role and now in the head coaching role. Um, you know, so I really feel like I can make a difference in, in um, you know, developing that next batch of, of NHL players. We had a funny thing going every game when I went into the room, opened the door and it was either one of the assistants or it was Roy. And it was kind of a revolving door and who wanted to do the interview. But now you're up. You're going to be the head coach. So have you thought about the fact that I'm going to have to interview almost every game? That's something that I'm OK with, Molly. You know, I, it's part of the job. And, and like I said, I'm thrilled to be in this position. I, you know, I, I, I think I have something to offer um, and, and I'm excited to get going. You were always gracious with your time. So no surprise with that answer. Did you see any of this coming? Was this something that was on your radar or did it come a little bit out of the blue for you? Yeah, no, it, it caught me off guard a little bit. You know, I, I uh, that's not to say I don't think I'm prepared for it because I do. Um you know, I had had some discussions, you know, the development role was, was good. Um, I enjoyed it. It's more of a one-on-one environment. I'm working more with players in a one-on-one setting. Um, And, you know, I always did want to be a coach. I wanted to be a, a, you know, quote unquote, full-time behind the bench, whatever you want to call it. I wanted to be a coach. And so, you know, I, I made that known um to the organization you know i I, i'm I'm happy to fulfill the the development role it's a great place to start because if you if you look at a traditional coach right there's probably um you know an x's and o's uh kind of avenue and then uh more of the skill development side and you know as a player i was always you know strongest at the x's and o's um you know i always kind of saw myself as uh, particularly later in my career um, as an extension of the coaching staff that way. Um, so, you know, I, the weaker part of my coaching game, if you want to call it that, was definitely the skill development part. Now, having done that for two years, you know, I think it really rounded me out as a, as a coach. You have a little bit of experience on the bench. You joined the coaching staff the year that you retired due to your health issues. You're healthy, obviously, and, and you know, good in 100% to, to go. And part of you moving into that coaching realm was to begin your second career, if you will. Did that give you kind of the appetite 
for coaching that small experience? Because I know we had talked before your career ended and you thought maybe I'd go into hockey. Maybe I am not going to go into hockey. So did that experience kind of whet your appetite for the coaching realm? Yeah. And, and I, I think the way that my career ended pretty suddenly, um, you know, it got taken away from me, you know, all in the matter of a day, really. So, you know, I still had that hunger. I, I realized I still love the sport, you know, um, as I was still playing. Yeah, I was weighing my options to see, you know, what I would, might want to do after my playing career was over. But it, it's it's different when you're still playing and kind of going through that thought process than it is when it actually does end. And I realize I still have a hunger for the sport. I realize I still want to feel those feelings that I felt as a player. And I think the closest thing to that is being on the bench and, and going through the ups and downs of a season um, as the, in the development role, you are a little bit removed. Like you're not on the bench, you're sitting in a box, watching the game. Um, some of the road trips I wasn't going on cause I was going to see prospects um, you know, whether they're in college or junior, I just wasn't with the team. So, you know, feeling that going through the grind of a season and feeling the ups and downs and, and managing those ups and downs, you know, that's where I really feel like I can make a difference. And so this role is going to enable me to do that. Give us an idea of how it was presented. I know Joe told you, offered you the opportunity, but kind of walk us through the entire process. Yeah, it was, you know, I think Joe did his due diligence at the end of the season and, and kind of took a look at, you know, where things are and where, where we want to go. And they, they came to the conclusion that they wanted a new voice, you know. And uh, so I think, you know, it happened pretty suddenly. I think, you know, it took some time for them to come to that conclusion. Um, he kind of let our staff know, you know, hey, things are kind of up in the air right now. I don't have an answer for you, you know, when, when we had first spoken and he was kind of restructuring everything and doing, you know, some, some behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, I, I just found out last night that, that, you know, this is what they were thinking. And as soon as they said it, you know, I, I was, I was thrilled, you know, this is uh, a great opportunity for me. Um, and at the same time, I really feel like I can help. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited that it worked out this way. Obviously, you told your wife, I'm sure, first, but who are a few people that you called and kind of informed that uh, you had been offered this opportunity and accepted? Yeah, I told my wife, obviously, first, and then it was late last. I'm on the East Coast, so uh, we spend our summers here, home in San Jose, but we spend our, our summers out here. Um, told my wife, uh, waited till this morning, told my parents, told my in-laws, uh, brother, sister, you know, all that. Um, so everybody's excited. You know, it's, uh, it happened quickly. And, uh, you know, it's not like I gave anybody a heads up that this might happen or, I mean, people know that I wanted to coach. So, uh, you know, it's not, not out of nowhere, I would say, but, uh, definitely unexpected and, uh, uh, exciting. There's still some things to shake out. You don't know what your team's going to look like next year. There's a lot of young players that will be joining the fold, but as you finish, as you envision the identity of this team, how do you see this group playing and how do you want your team to play? Yeah, we're going to have a refreshed uh, standard. We're going to hold it, hold ourselves to, you know, we're going to be a hard team to play against. We're going to outwork the opposition and we're going to have attention to detail. Um, you know, and those are all learned traits. Uh, I think, you know, that that's something that can be acquired. You know, a lot of people look at those things as well. Do you have it or not? But to me, it's, I don't care if you don't have it right now, we're going to teach you to have it, you know, and that's established through communication with the players that's established through practice habits that, with enough repetition, if you're doing things properly, um, you know, just become ingrained in the players themselves, right? And then when it comes time to do it in the game, they do it without thinking about it. 
Um, the game today happens too fast. You don't have time to think about doing something before you do it. You just have to react and do it. And I think those um, habits are learned through practice. Um, so I think it's about establishing a standard of how we're going to practice. Um, and then how are we going to carry that over into the games? Um, so I, I foresee a hardworking, um, hard to play against, um, exciting team to watch just due to the fact that there are a lot of prospects. Um, again, we don't know how things are going to shake out at camp, but there are um, a lot of young, um, impressive, important people to this organization that will be coming in this year. And I take it on myself to <clears throat> a get them acclimated to the professional hockey, to the level of professional hockey, um, both on and off the ice. And then from there, turning them into NHL players. You played personally for over a decade. You played over 500 games in the AHL, 88 in the National Hockey League. As a player for all those years, now in a different role over the last couple of years, but how, do, how will you rely on your playing career to not only guide you as a coach, but also allow you to relate to some of your players? Yeah, I think I think having experienced, um, you know, life in the in the minor leagues uh, pretty extensively, you know, I think I can draw on those experiences. Um, that being said, I don't plan on 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 communicating things from my own career with the players. I actually think that could be counterproductive at times. I, I don't think it's about me. My playing days are over. You know, I, I, I did what I did when I played and, and that's the end of it. And now I'm a coach. And yes, I might be able to draw things from experiences I had, um, but unless there's a unless there's a direct parallel between what someone's going through and what I went through, you know, I don't really plan on using um, stories or whatever from my own career, you know, in order to help these guys. Because frankly, I don't think it helps, um, you know. But that being said, you know, having gone through it, I kind of know their mentality. I know where they're at uh, mentally. And, and, you know, so, so if I can kind of tweak things on my end, you know, after, it's almost kind of knowing their hand a little bit, I guess, if you're talking about poker, you know, it's a little bit of cheating that way. And, and, and also kind of using assistant coaches in that role, you know, I, I don't think you had to have played at a high level to be a good coach. You know, if you look at, I mean, I'm a New England Patriots fan, Bill Belichick, he didn't play at a high level. John Cooper didn't play at a high level. They're all, they're both fantastic coaches um, and assistants as well. I don't think you need to have done it. Um, but you know, if you have done it, you know, and, and you use it and you channel it properly, I think it can be a tool, um, to be a successful coach. We'll come back in just a moment. You're listening to an exclusive interview with the new head coach of the San Jose Barracuda, John McCarthy. Phones, laptops, and tablets aren't just devices. They're the keys to connecting to your health. At Kaiser Permanente, you can connect faster with video visits and our easy-to-use app. Track your health with access to most lab results and health records. You can even make appointments, email doctors, and fill most prescriptions. Kaiser Permanente. Tomorrow's healthcare today. Learn more at kp.org thrive. Appointments as available and appropriate. Features available from Kaiser Permanente facilities. Unlock an easier way to schedule your team of all-star employees. No spreadsheets. No hassle when team members want to swap shifts. And fast substitutions when staff call out sick. With Deputy, it's simple and lightning fast to create and share employee schedules. It's how over 250,000 workplaces are making life easier. From restaurants to retailers, to hotels and healthcare clinics. Ready to up your scheduling game? Go to deputy.com forward slash sharks. 
scores. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Now, back to the action. Barracuda Hockey continues now. Welcome back. We'll continue our exclusive interview with the new head coach of the San Jose Barracuda, John McCarthy. The team will be moving into a brand new arena next year. And obviously, you just talked about the type of brand that you guys want to play with. You want to be hard-nosed. You want to be a team that uh, is hard to play against, but also filled with some skill with all the prospects. How excited are you to go into this new facility and build kind of a home ice advantage that maybe was lacking a little bit at times when the AHL club was playing out of the SAP Center? Yeah, I'm ecstatic about that. I think, you know, the whole kind of message that we're preaching is this new start, this new um, this new outlook, this new approach to coaching, you know, more of a development model, um, you know, and, and I think the new rink kind of aligns with that. It's a good way to kind of start over, right? Like we're starting over, we're, we're doing things differently. We're playing in a new rink. And as you said, this new rink, just from the size of it, you know, we have a better chance to have, you know, a more packed environment, a little more lively environment. I do think guys feed off that, you know? Um, and so like, like you said, I think it can, you know, the atmosphere in your home rink can um, add to your team's identity. Um, so we'll definitely be looking to kind of use that to our advantage. Aside from a short stint within the Blues organization and aside from your time in the NHL with the Sharks, you basically played your entire career under Roy Sommer. Now Roy's going to take over a different role. He'll stay in the organization. But as you reflect maybe on the time that you played under Roy and the time you've spent now working with him as a colleague, what are probably the biggest takeaways that you'll take from Roy in your experience playing for him and now also working for him over the last couple of years? Yeah, the first thing that sticks out is his passion for the game, right? He still has that fire. Um, the, the, the way to really get on his nerves is by disrespecting the game. He's got a lot of respect for this sport. Um, he played for, for a long time and he coached for a very long time. And the thing that really gets under his skin is when he feels like guys are, are trying to take advantage or not, uh, are, are not applying themselves as they should. Um, so I think that passion for the game, that fire, um, even though he's been, he, he coached in the American league level, I believe 26 years, um, you know, that, that passion, that fire stayed the same from when I first started playing for him in 2009 through when I stopped working with them last season. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that, that, that pops out to me. Um, and, and something that, you know, I, I think I have as well. Um, and I will look to, to kind of use that in a prominent role moving forward. You played your college hockey at Boston University, won a national championship. As we all know, you were a co-captain on that team. You played for a kind of a legendary coach in Jack Parker. But there's been other guys who have went on after their time at Boston University and had great success in the NHL. I think of David Quinn most recently with the Rangers. But of course, Mike Sullivan, a former San Jose Shark. Those guys, their careers, what they've been able to accomplish, you being influenced by them in some way, given the fact that you have a connection to BU, do you think you'll take anything away from those guys and just the, the coaches that have come before you connected to the Boston University program? Yeah, 
I do. I think, uh, you know, I know a few of the guys. I've met them at different events and things like that. So I plan on reaching out to them uh, in the near future to pick their brains on a few things. Um, Cause that's the other thing is I, I, I'm, I'm new at this. This is my first time doing this, right? I think it's very important for me to be a sponge and to, to uh, get as much information as I can. That's not to say I have to use all of it, right? I still have to make up my own mind. Uh, I have to kind of come up with my own um, philosophies, my own, uh, you know, what I want my team to play like things like that. But I think it is useful to reach out to as many peoples and use it, use a network um, to the best of my ability. Um, so yeah, I, I plan on coach, uh, reaching out to coach Parker as well. You know, he's, he, he coached forever, um, at the college level and he knows a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I think it would be a useful conversation, uh, with him as well. Joe said that he's going to allow for you to be very influential on your coaching staff and who you bring in. I know it's very early in the process. Being that you, as you alluded to, still early in your coaching career, do you see yourself bringing in guys at your same level in terms of young, hungry coaches? Or is this maybe a situation that you look for somebody with some more experience? What is going to be your blueprint, your process as you look to fill out your staff? Yeah, you know what, to be honest, we're still going through that process. And I think when we're looking at assistant coaches, I think the most important thing is that the assistant coaches compliment me. You know, I don't want three of me. That does us no good, right? And I think when I say they compliment me, I think hockey-wise, right, I have areas where I'm stronger, you know, meaning PP, PK, five-on-five, six-on-five, five-on-six, all of those type of things. Like, I have areas where I strive and I and I played – in those situations extensively. So I know them kind of inside and out. And then there's other areas where I might need a little bit of help, right? That's, it's also important to be honest with yourself and say, I have my strengths and I have, I don't, I wouldn't call them weaknesses, but I have areas where I'd be open to some input. I'm still going to make the final call, but I want some more input in these areas. So I, I think it's important to bring in people that, that will um, compliment me in a hockey way, but also personality wise, right? I don't want three people just like you know what I mean? So I think what needs to happen, I need to do a little bit of reflecting myself and say, what, what, where, what am I as a coach? What kind, what type of coach am I? Therefore, what type of coach do I need to surround me in order to make me the best coach that I can be? Um, so that's a process that we're going through right now. And we honestly just started because I, you know, I really did just find this out last night. Um, so we've had a couple phone calls, but you know, it's going to be a process. I don't, I don't think it's a big rush. Um, you know, I don't think it's uh something pressing that we have to get fixed overnight because I think in order to do it properly and to do it well, it's going to take a little bit of time. Your prior role as a development coach, beyond just working with guys on the ice, you also travel quite a bit. You went and saw prospects, Brandon Coe, Oz Weisblatt, Tristan Robbins. You go down the list of guys you went and saw in their junior city, spoke to them, built those rapports. So beyond that, you have those connections. You have the connections with the players who were with the Barracuda last year. The only guys you won't know are maybe free agent signees, draftees. How big of that of how big is that for you just mentally as you think about your team, who you'll have to have those built in relationships? Yeah, I think it's huge because I think, you know, with the, with the style of coaching that I'm going to want to do, <clears throat> you know, it's important to establish trust with these players. I need them to trust that I have their best interest in mind, you know, and I feel like I've done a little bit of legwork on that with those prospects you just mentioned by going to see them, by staying in contact with them. Um, you know, this is not to say I want to be friends with these guys. That's not what it's about. I'm the coach. I need to make sure I'm keeping the best interests of the organization in mind 
right? But the best interest of the organization is for these guys to develop into NHL players, right? So at the end of the day, my goals and the goals of the player are aligned. They want to get to the NHL. I want to get them to the NHL, right? Now, now the next step is how, how are we going to get you there? What do we need to do? What do we need to fix in order for you to get there, right? And then it's about once we'd figure out what the, what the roadmap is now it's about sticking to that. And as soon as you start wavering off that roadmap, it's my job to get you back on there, whether it be with a conversation, whether it be with a, an action, uh, a benching, uh, you know, a bag skate, something along those lines. Right. But it's always done in the interest of getting you to where you want to go. So, so establishing that with a player right off the bat. Um, and that takes time. That that's not something I can't just, sit down with the player and say, you need to trust me because they're going to be like, why? You know what I mean? Especially with today's player, I have to earn that trust. Right. So I have to prove to them that I do care about them as people and as players. Um, so I think that's what you just mentioned um, interacting with those guys on that level has done a little bit of kind of the behind the scenes work in order to establish that, that trust and that line of communication mentioned the bag skates Roy is going to be around at some capacity maybe you have to bring him back and have him be the the hammer for the bag skates in the future <laughs> yeah yeah it might be important that I do it too but yeah you know that's something that you know he's uh I've, I've unfortunately taken part in a few of those yes you have been involved and I'm sure many of those bag skates yeah one more question for you as we're talking to John McCarthy the new head coach of the San Jose Barracuda Looking ahead, we've got Stanley Cup playoffs right now, but then the NHL draft development camp will follow that. So how does your summer look like it's going to shake out over the next, uh, I guess, month or so now that this news has come down, you've accepted the role. How do you see things shaking out for you, your travel schedule, and, and what will transpire over the next couple of months? Yeah, you know, there's a lot to do. That's, that's the thing. This is an exciting time. Um, but at the same time, I know I got a lot of work to do. I, you know, we got to fill out a staff. Um, as you said, the draft's coming up immediately following the draft. I, I won't have much involvement in the draft, but development camp is the week after. I have a lot of involvement in that. That's, that's uh, you know, that's a privilege to me. We get to get our hands on these guys for one, for five days. Um, you know, so it's important we take full advantage. So we really have to boil down. We have to kind of figure out everything that we want to cover with these guys and boil it down to five days on the ice, you know, so there's a certain amount of pressure involved with that. Um, so that'll be something that, that, that we'll have to kind of work out. Um, and then, and then, you know, once we have the staff built, <clears throat> it's going to be about, okay, how are we going to do things? Uh, you know, kind of a macro view of, you know, how are we going to plan practices? How do we want to play? What's our game day uh, uh, workflow look like? Our post-game workflow, how our meetings, how are they going to work? You know, everything along those lines, I want to have it mapped out ahead of time. You know, I think, I think uh, there's a danger in coaching that comes with kind of throwing things together at the last minute. Um, I believe in preparing. And, and then, you know, if things change, there is a, there is a decent amount of fluidity in the AHL, right. Personnel wise. Um, so, you know, I think it is important to be able to adapt, but I think having a general framework and a general idea of, of how to do everything um, is going to go a long way. John McCarthy, the second coach in Barracuda franchise history. Mac, first of all, congrats, man. It, it's, it's exciting, I think, for everybody who's involved, everybody who knows you. We're already looking at uh, the reaction on social media, and it's been nothing but positive, positive comments because everybody's familiar with you, the type of guy you are, the type of player you were. But uh, 
from everybody in the organization, from myself personally, we do want to send a, a congratulations. Excited to work alongside you and really excited about what's to come. Thank you, Noel. Yeah, as I said, to start things off, I'm, I'm extremely excited. I look at this as a privilege. I look at it as an opportunity. Um, and I'm really just looking forward to, to getting things going in September. Phones, laptops, and tablets aren't just devices. They're the keys to connecting to your health. At Kaiser Permanente, you can connect faster with video visits and our easy-to-use app. Track your health with access to most lab results and health records. You can even make appointments, email doctors, and fill most prescriptions. Kaiser Permanente. Tomorrow's health care today. Learn more at kp.org thrive. Appointments as available and appropriate. Features available from Kaiser Permanente facilities.